just now going to read John 14, 15 to 31 before Dan comes to speak to us. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him, because he neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Before long the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day you will realise that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world does, gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me saying, I'm going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much to, more to you, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. Daph. Daph, thanks so much. Thanks for leading and uh, also just thanks for who you are, Daph. And bless us within this church and your heart for the Lord and we thank you, Daph, um, you know, for, for your service, and we're just grateful for you. Uh, uh, well, I am. <laughs> and uh, it's great to just look at these very deep words, um, and uh, I've kind of been a bit lost in them, you know. I, they're, so, they're so simple, but they're also so deep. There's so much here. Um, now, I've got some keys here. This is a car key. This is house keys, and these uh, keys my church keys, keys for the church. Um, 
and that's they will they will unlock certain doors. Uh, I've got another key here which will unlock. Um, let me just got to hold it right. Um, so this key, do you like it? I worked hard on that. Uh, this key uh, does not lock any doors in this building or unlock any doors. Um, but what if I told you that this key uh, would unlock uh, peace in your life? Peace like proper peace. Not a passing momentary peace, but full-on peace. This key will unlock that for you. What if I said that this key uh, will unlock love in your heart and you will know that you are truly loved? Is that sounding good? <laughs> what if I said to you that this key will unlock a door and when you go through that door, you will just know what to do. You'll know the truth. You'll know what to do in your life. What if I said that that is this key? What if I said that this key will unlock for you just a knowledge that you're not on your own? That you're never going to be on your own? Well, this key has a name. And uh, I suggest we might not like this name, but I'm going to show this name to you anyway. It is obedience. Obedience. Now, obedience is not a popular word these days, really. Um, we've tried the tactic with our children of saying, do what you're told. And then they come back and say, why? Why should I? And then we've tried saying, because I say so. And they just look at you like, and? <laughs> Who are you anyway? <laughs> it doesn't work. So obedience is not something that comes naturally to us these days. And it's not something that's very in fashion. But I want to suggest that the key that unlocks peace, love, knowing the truth, knowing that we're not on our own, knowing what we need to do, that key is actually obedience. A few weeks ago, um, we, had, uh, we had Matt come up the front. And Matt came up the front because he uh, was going to the army. And uh, he's getting on well, as I understand. He's gone off to do his training. And, uh, but, you know, when you join the army, you do what you're told, right? <laughs> you're in the raft. That's how it works, isn't it? When you're a, the person in authority over you says, this is what you've got to do, you don't sit around thinking, yeah, maybe. You just do it, don't you, Dave? And that is what Matt is experiencing right now. Just do what you're told. Uh, we, we had our first child in, in 2005. And uh, we, in preparation for her birth, we uh, attended NCT classes and uh, National Childbirth Trust classes and we got to know other people and we were prepared for the birth and, and you know we're all nervous and we're buying prams and or we, I think we were given one weren't we which was uh, it was expensive one you know someone gave it to us it was fantastic so anyway the day came and um, I will say myself I thought the birth went really well <laughs> uh, you can ask Tanya what she thought 
Uh, no, it really did go well, didn't it? It was a water birth and all the fantastic and all that. But then the trouble came when we got this child home. And it was like, what do we do? And so it was a little bit of a uh, baptism of fire, as you will know if you're a parent. And I'm looking at Tom and Nicola because they've got it all to come. Uh, but, you know, with, within not that very long, Tanya thought, I just, uh, we're all at sea here. We're absolutely exhausted. And it's, ah. And she turns to a controversial woman whose name is Gina Ford. Uh, Gina Ford uh, wrote a book uh, called The Contented Little Baby Book. And she's controversial because she's extremely strict. She tells you exactly what to do. She says, get up at 7 in the morning. You know, you do this at 7.15 in the morning. You do this at 7.30. You do this at 7.45. And so on throughout the day. And loads of parents say, no way. This is far too strict. But Tanya obeyed Gina Ford. And I went along with Tanya. And you know what? It worked. It worked. And... Before long, our daughter was sleeping like a dream all through the night, and we didn't dare tell our friends who were absolutely pulling their hair out. We said, actually, it's going really well. How, what's your secret? And we said, Gina Ford. And they said, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, I'm not suggesting it's for everyone. You may find it or not. But uh, it worked for us, and we obeyed. Sometimes we, you just need to follow what someone's telling you telling you what to do. Now, the key to all the things I mentioned is obedience, but it's not obedience to Gina Ford. It's not obedience to another person uh, who is on the same level of us. Uh, it's obedience to Jesus. He says very clearly in this passage, he says, uh, the one who loves me will obey my teaching. If you love me, you'll obey me. If you love me, keep my commands. If anyone loves me, they will do what I say. We live in a world where we love to question. Get advice from the GP. Oh, I'm not sure if they've got it right. Those in authority, we're not sure if they know what they're doing. It's countercultural to say, I will do what I'm told. I went to the physio the other day, uh, or, or the, a, few, a while back, and she gave me some exercises, and I thought, you know what? She knows what she's doing, and I will obey her command. I do the exercises, and lo and behold, they work a treat. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. Now, if a human being says that to another human being, it can be abusive. It can be coercive can be a, a way of manipulating. You'll do exactly what I say if you love me. <laughs> but you see, Jesus knows he's going to the Father. He knows he's come from glory. And he himself lives a life of complete obedience. This is the astonishing thing. He says, you know, I do exactly what my Father commands. He says, the words I'm sharing with you are not my words, they're the Father's words. The words you hear are not my own. He lives a life of complete obedience, and he knew that he would soon be going to the cross, not because he desperately wanted to, but because of obedience. And he calls his followers to obey him. 
So I want to say, how are you getting on with obedience? <laughs> obedience to Jesus. If you love me, you won't just find out about me, you won't just hear the words, you'll do them, as Duff prayed. You'll obey my commands. Sometimes it's as simple as that. I'll do what you ask me to do, Lord. What is Jesus calling you to do? What is he calling you right now to obey him in? Now, I'm a rebel at heart. Um, I was a rebellious teenager, and you know, I just said, I don't want to do what... Blah, blah, blah. My last school report, um, the head teacher wrote, it was, the school was called RGS, he said, Daniel and the RGS have been something of a challenge to one another. Uh, that was my last school report. I was a rebellious teenager. I just said, you know, ah, I was, and uh, in a way, becoming a Christian was a little bit rebellious. You know, I thought, you know, I don't want to do what the world around me is doing. And of course, it's good to question things. And of course, it is good not just to follow the crowd. We're not talking about just, just doing what everybody else is doing. We're following, talking about following the call of Jesus. Jesus says, if you love me, you keep my commands. And the rewards, though, are incredible. David, you in the RAF, and the rewards for just, yeah, you know what? We will follow the commands. That sense of solidarity, that sense of, you know what? We're part of something bigger than us. You say you went in as a boy, you came out as a man. <laughs> what you got from being part of that and being obedient to what you were told was powerful. What we get when we're obedient to Christ is powerful. There's a conditionality to God's love. Wait a minute, we always say God's love is unconditional. <laughs> but actually there's a conditionality here. See, some, God loves everybody, but some people he loves them from far away. You know, he can't get close to them because they don't want him to get close to them. He still loves them. He loves absolutely everybody on the planet who's ever lived, who ever walked on the face of the earth. God loves them for sure. But he can't get close to them because they don't want him to. But Jesus says here, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching and then what will happen? My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home in them. Make a home with them. You will know God close to you, and he will come and not just pass through your territory, as it were, but he will come and live with you and in you. God will walk with you. You'll know him close. You'll know the Father, and you'll know the Son. You'll know God. Make his home with you. Are any of you home birds? <laughs> Do you like to make a nice home? Are you house proud? <laughs> well, God is your home. And you are his home. Jesus says, the one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. One day you'll realize that I'm in the father, you're in me and I am in you. You're in me and I am in you. I completely surround you. Now how is this possible? Because 
the Father's in heaven, and Jesus was walking the earth. He was talking right there and then to the disciples, but he didn't stay with them. He went to the cross. He rose again. He was around for a while in his resurrected form, but then went to return to the Father. How is this possible? Well, it's possible by the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I'll send you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The word advocate is someone who's going to defend you. Someone's going to fight on your behalf. Also means he's your helper. He will help you in your times of struggle and need. He will be your counsellor. He'll give you good advice. He'll be your comforter when you need comfort. His name is the Holy Spirit. I'll send him and he will be with you forever. Tom, Tom said last week, you want to know the truth? You know Jesus. Jesus is truth. And the spirit here is described as the spirit of truth. So what does the Holy Spirit do? He brings us Jesus. He's the spirit of Jesus. You want to know Jesus? You need the Holy Spirit to teach you about Jesus. Now the disciples didn't write anything down that Jesus had told, told them after he died and rose again and poured out his spirit at Pentecost, then they were able to remember because Jesus says, the spirit will come and will remind you of all the things I've taught you. All things. He will remind you. John was talking about remembering, being reminded, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. He reminds us of what God is saying. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, says, what, what, why is this only for us and not for the world? And Jesus says, no, 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 it's not just for you. It's for anyone, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. What will happen? I'll come and be with them. Anyone. Now you and I, we're anyone. And the Holy Spirit is with you as you confess the name of Jesus. So do you want peace? Peace which passes all understanding. Peace which comes to you not as the world gives. Do you want that? Do you want to know what it is you should do in your everyday decisions? Do you want to know what's right and what's wrong? What's true? Do you want to know that when you are on your own, we're all sat here together today, but when you're on your own, you're not on your own. He's right there with you. Do you want to know that you're loved without condition? He is with you. This is what you have. But the key is obedience. <laughs> and we obey because we have faith. We have faith in the commands of Jesus. His commands are life. His commands are from God himself. So let's pray. What is the Holy Spirit calling you to be responding to today? Holy Spirit, we, we thank you that you're here. 
And because you're here, we're not orphans. We're declared children. Because you're here, Father and Son are here. As we're sat here, I invite you to become more aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit. He is here. He's, he's in you. And he's also around you, making real to you the presence of Christ. Just become more aware of the presence of the Spirit. Now, right now, is an opportunity to do business with God. He's, he's the spirit of truth, so he knows the truth about you. He knows the truth of your situation. He knows the truth of your circumstances. Receive what he has for you right now. Holy Spirit, we invite you to, to take complete control. place and flood the atmosphere. We've tried different keys and they don't unlock the door. And we've taken us through the wrong door. We've done that. Now's the time, today's the day, to take hold of the key of obedience by faith and just use it to unlock that door of your heart to let the Holy Spirit have complete control to surrender your will to God's will to say yes Jesus I will obey you hallelujah hallelujah thank you for what you're doing Lord thank you for how you're resting on your people thank you for how you dwell in your people just we agree more Lord where there's just a little flame. May that flame increase. Come Holy Spirit. We agree with what you're doing, Lord. We bless what you're doing. Come Holy Spirit. 
Maybe the Lord is prompting certain thoughts into your mind right now. He's the spirit of truth. That's what he does. He may be teaching you things right now in your heart. Just receive it. Might be a random thought. It might be, you know what? The Lord is teaching you. He's the spirit of Jesus. Come, Lord. Don't be afraid. Jesus says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. What God has is always good. What God has in store for you is always good. It's more, it's more good than you can imagine. It's better. Bless you, Lord. It's time and bad play. Just receive what God is doing.